0: Doctor, doctor, Doc. you gotta give us some good news. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, Destination Devi listeners. This is Jeff Mueller, Doctor of Physical Therapy, your host for the Destination Devi's Injuries Pod. It's good to be back with you guys. I've been sick for the last two weeks. Uh, hopefully, you can't tell by my by my uh, voice as well. I'm, I'm just getting it back. Um, I, actually, I've been sick for I think three weeks now. Uh, nasty infection. So was able to get through Thanksgiving. I missed you guys last week, wasn't able to get the pod out. You would not have wanted to listen to me. I was coughing up a storm, barely had a voice, uh, but was able to post a couple things before the game. So glad to be back with you guys. We're in the, the final push for playoffs. Hopefully you guys are out there fighting for some playoff spots, uh, making some trades to be a top contender this year. Got two more weeks before the playoffs, and then we got SFB going on. So, uh, yeah, some good stuff coming up, and uh, hopefully we all get some wins this week. So, let's dive into Week Thirteen injuries here. At quarterback, Baker May- Mayfield. He is fully removed from the injury report, coming off that ankle sprain. Full practices in. I'm not concerned on him from an injury standpoint. He does have a tough matchup. He's probably viewed more so as a uh, high end quarterback too. Possible quarterback, one upside. Um, You know, that that connection he has with Mike Evans, it's been carrying them, carrying his value uh, in the fantasy world. So, um, does have a risky, he probably will be a risky streaming option, but from an injury standpoint, I'm not concerned on Baker Mayfield. Dorian Thompson Robinson, he is listed as out with a concussion. Uh, Joe Flacco, signed off the street, will be playing There's a decent chance the the Browns let Flacco throw it 35, 40 times. And I do think this is going to be a boost to Amari Cooper. I think Amari Cooper will carry more upside than he did with DTR in there. Uh, There's a chance, you know, everyone's been talking about the Elijah Moore connection from Flacco back with the Jets. Now, Flacco was throwing it 55, 60 times a game over there. So, obviously, Elijah Moore had more targets to get. uh, Just, you know, bigger pie, bigger... Bigger slice. So, not necessarily, it probably doesn't carry as much upside for Elijah Moore this week, uh, but could be an intriguing option. Uh, but I still, I, I actually like David Njoku still. Njoku's been putting together some really good uh, weeks. I think he has four or five straight weeks of 10 plus t- um, fantasy points, and he's just been used more in this offense. So, decent chance Flacco can get him the ball, uh, a little more upside than he did with DTR there. Mac Jones, he is not injured, but he has been relegated to quarterback three duties. Sounds like Bailey Zappi will start, but Malik Cunningham will be active and possibly used in a couple packages. I'd be more, more intrigued to see Malik Cunningham play, just to see him play. We know what Zappi is, but again, the tank is on. Uh, Patriots probably aiming for that number two pick, so Mac Jones will not be playing. At running back, as we know, Jonathan Taylor is out. He had thumb surgery. Now, he important note, he was not placed on IR today. So I do think there's a chance that there there's even a chance he could play next week. Um, the odds are likely small on that end. There's no information that has been leaked on what the actual surgery was for Jonathan Taylor. But just the fact that, you know, a lot of injury analysts have been thrown out five, six weeks for Jonathan Taylor's return. But... Piecing this together, you know, we've heard these rumors of possibly two to three weeks. Um, we've we've seen, you know, obviously he was not placed on IR. So I, I don't necessarily think, just putting all the pieces together, I don't think there was ligament damage here. There's a chance that this was just a fracture and a pin, which could be, you know, honestly, he could. He had surgery on Wednesday, the 29th. There's a chance he plays week 14. Um, but I think there's a decent, really good chance he plays by week 15, which would be the start of playoffs. So I think that's hopefully exciting for Jonathan Taylor managers, probably not so much for Zach Moss managers, but we likely get big Zach Moss workloads over these next, uh, this week for sure, and then possibly next week too. So if you have Zach Moss, he's a must start, especially with just the you know the, the landscape of running backs right now. So if you have Zach Moss, play him, obviously. And then with Jonathan Taylor, there's a chance. Just keep an eye on, on reports for next week. My guess is week 15 is more likely. Devon Achan, he is going to play coming off the knee injury. You know, we saw reports before last week that he was uh, untackable in practice. And uh, he didn't wind up playing last week, but he was able to get full practice in this week and should be full go, I expect him to be playing like he was prior to injury, so I know we I know a lot of people played him that one week when he played and returned and got re-injured and kind of left with a dud, uh, I think he, he comes into this week with tremendously high upside again, and I think if you have him, you play him, could be boom bust just because we don't know what volume he's gonna get, but if he, you know, I am anticipating him being 100% healthy, which means his touches will be as explosive as they were before. Anticipating that. uh, Boom game is, you know, within question here. So if you have A-Chan, I think you can play him. Aaron Jones, he's listed as out with the knee injury, the MCL sprain. There's a chance he misses one more game, but we'll just have to keep an eye on that. A.J. Dillon remains the Green Bay running back one, but this is a tough matchup against Kansas City. Uh, likely low ceiling, low floor here. Yeah, he might get a couple touches, a couple receptions. um, But, yeah, I just don't like the upside Dylan carries this week. So probably view him as a low-end running back, too. I'd prefer to find a better option if possible. Uh, But if you have to play A.J. Dylan, uh, obviously you can. Um, I don't think we have to be concerned about his groin injury. He was actually fully removed from the injury report, so. Travis Etienne, he's entering Monday night with a chest injury, rib injury, but he has stated all week that he's expected to play, and Doug Peterson also stated that he expects Etienne to play. I am not concerned on this injury from a production dip standpoint. There is some re-injury risk, but it's 10% uh, not worth benching him. So if you have Travis Etienne, I think you can play him uh, like you normally would with running back one upside here. Jarek McKinnon, he is out with a groin injury, likely boost to Isaiah Pacheco. If you have Pacheco, you, you probably aren't benching him anyways. He's been playing pretty well, so uh, yeah, play Pacheco. Ezekiel Elliott, he is listed as questionable with a thigh injury. I think this, it, you're, you weren't necessarily starting Elliott anyways, but I think this keeps Ramondre Stevenson in his high high upside role. Um, they've been leaning on him, especially with the quarterback change away from Mac Jones. They've been leaning on Ramondre Stevenson. I think he offers high-end running back two, running back one, upside. Uh, even if Elliott plays, I'm, I'm anticipating if Elliott plays, he's likely limited. So Ramondre Stevenson should remain in that high-octane role. Kendry Miller, he is out once again with the ankle injury. I still don't know why they didn't put him on IR, uh, but you know who knows what the Saints are doing. This should lead to a continued boost to Alvin Kamara, especially with how banged up the Saints are at the wide receiver position. Uh, Alvin Kamara, Juwan Johnson, and um, Taysom Hill all likely carry high upside here with uh, you know Miller still out. And uh, I'll touch on some of the wide receivers there. Obviously, there's some implications from the wide receiver injuries. Dalvin Cook, the Jets' backfield is a little banged up here. Dalvin Cook is listed as questionable with a shoulder injury. Sounds like he's expected to play, but again, you're not playing Dalvin Cook. He's been absolutely awful. Uh, That was a terrible signing. The only way Dalvin Cook might do something for fantasy is if Israel Abanaconda is sick and doesn't play, and if Brees Hall is actually limited with his hamstring injury. But Brees Hall did get a full practice in on Friday. I don't think... May, the the Jets have been extra cautious with certain injuries, so there's a chance Brees Hall doesn't see as much um, as many snaps and as many touches as he typically does. Which I was already concerned about playing Brees Hall before he popped up with the hamstring injury. Um, I, I don't. I, I do think that the hamstring injury itself will have low re injury risk within the game, but just the fact that Hall's Ceiling has essentially been the ceiling of Jerome Ford with Tim Boyle at quarterback. The Jets have been awful. Their O-line has been terrible. They play Atlanta, which is a tough matchup here for running back. If you're playing Brees Hall, you're kind of banking on him getting six, seven receptions like he has been uh, and and being explosive with him. So kind of a bummer to see Brees Hall pop up with a hamstring injury. If you have other options, I would play those options. Like like A-chan, I'd be playing A-chan over Hall. Um, It's just kind of unfortunate from the Jets here. I think Robert Sala needs to answer a lot of questions there. At wide receiver, A.J. Brown, he's dealing with he was dealing with a thigh injury, uh, but more so I think the Eagles were conservative with him and just resting him, making sure he's full go for the game. I don't think this will limit him at all in-game. He did get a full practice in on Friday, fully removed from the injury report. That being said, this is a tough matchup. I, I know on paper, overall for the whole year, the Niners look like a... Pretty good matchup for wide receivers. But ever since the Chase Young acquisition, um, and they they made some changes with their secondary, Ambry Thomas and Diamondor Lenore have been putting some clamps on the wide receivers here opposite uh Charverius Ward. So I do think this is a tough matchup for A.J. Brown, even though on paper it doesn't look like it. Um, should he be the key focal point for the Eagles offense? Yes. Hopefully he returns to that, like the streak he was on before. Uh, but honestly, this could open up things for Devonta Smith, especially with Dallas Goddard still likely out. Um, Devonta Smith very well could be the better mat, better play here. But obviously, if you have AJ Brown, you're not you're not benching him. Don't don't do that. Keenan Allen, he's listed as questionable with a quad injury, but I'm not necessarily concerned about him. I saw an interview; he was talking about the injury and how healthy he actually feels. Uh, sounds like the Chargers have just been he, he he's had a tremendous. A tremendously large workload in these games. Uh, you know, th- these other wide receivers for the Chargers have been awful, and the Chargers has, have just been leaning on Keenan Allen. Um, so I I do think I think re-injury risk is low, 10 15% for him, um, and I think overall uh, limitation, production dip, it, risk is low here. He's probably going to see 15, 17 targets. So, again, if you have Keenan Allen, I don't think you should bench him at all. Or even consider going a different option. DFS. He likely still sees the same amount of targets. Marquise Brown. He's coming off the he- that heel injury. He's still dealing with. Uh, he was a did not participate all three days out of, the pra- out of the out of the week. But Jonathan Gannon did state that Hollywood is trending in the right direction to play. I don't know here. I haven't seen many reports on Mar- Marquise Brown, unfortunately. I don't know if they're just slow playing it, trying to trying to decrease his overall workload to let the heel. Um, heal, heal, obviously, uh, but I I just haven't seen anything on if he's expected to play or not. If Marquise Brown doesn't, this you know you have to play Trey McBride. If you have Trey McBride, I don't I don't see why you would even be considering benching him. But the one wide receiver this could put on the map, um, especially if Marquise Brown Brown is out for whatever reason, is uh, Greg Dortch. Greg Dortch has been seeing a decent amount of volume, and Michael Wilson is still out with that shoulder injury. So I know a lot of people will look at Rondell Moore, but Greg Dortch has been getting a ton of volume from Kyler Murray and could put him on the map. Dortch is probably wide receiver 5 viewed with with upside, Uh, but, yeah, he could very well see the volume. Uh, From what I've seen, it seems like or sounds like Marquise Brown is trending towards playing. Just keep an eye on those reports. If he's active, I think you can play him and just hope – That he doesn't get the Joey Joey Porter Jr. clamps. He should still get the volume as long as he's active. T Higgins, he is set to play coming off the hamstring injury. Uh, He's set to play Monday night. I would exercise caution here in his first game back. Likely risk of re injury 10 to 15 percent plus a production dip risk plus the fact that we haven't seen him play with Jake Browning. This overall, this whole offense just carries the lower upside. Um, You know, Jamar Chase even has lower upside. Just they. I, I wish Jake Browning wasn't the quarterback here. So if you have T. Higgins, I, I'm sure you were waiting to play him, but I, I think you have to keep him on your bench, unless you just legitimately don't have any other options to play. Jaden Reed, he's listed as questionable, but trending towards the right direction of playing. Uh, he was, did not participate, did not participate, then limited participant on Friday. As long as he's active, I think you play Jaden Reed, He's probably more of a quarterback, wide receiver four with upside in a matchup where, uh, honestly, Jaden Reed could be the best target here against this Kansas City defense. Um, And the Packers are likely going to have to throw to keep up with the Chiefs. So I like Jaden Reed over Christian Watson. Um, You know, the Chiefs probably key in on limiting Christian Watson. I like the underneath targets. Tucker Craft might even get going. But as long as Jaden Reed is active, I think you can play him. Noah Brown, he's listed as questionable, but it looks like he's trending towards the wrong direction. And even if he's active, I, I don't think you would want to play Noah Brown. Um, although the, the, the So the key here, I think Nico Collins has the worst matchup out of all these wide receivers. Nico Collins likely gets the most of Pat Sertain uh, Jr. in the matchup here. Tank Dell is likely the main target here for the wide receivers for Texans. Uh, and Tank Dell is expected to play. He got two limited participations in, but he even said, hey, I'm, I'm feeling really good, I'm, I'm going to play. Um, from an injury standpoint, low, like 5 to 10% re-injury risk with uh, about that low, 5% production dip expectation from Tank Dell, possibly limited a little bit in explosiveness coming off the calf injury. Um, but yeah, as long as he's active, you play Tank Dell, I, I do think Tankdale winds up being the key target here for C.J. Stroud with Sertain on, uh, on Nico. So that being said, with Noah Brown, uh, that, that's the game you kind of have to play is you'd be banking on Sertain locking up Nico and the top two targets being Tankdale and Noah Brown. Um, the only problem is I think Noah Brown will carry more re-injury upside than Tankdale. So Brown is obviously the more risky play. You're probably looking at Noah Brown thinking of that past, you know, those three games where he produced like crazy. I just don't think you can expect that in his first game back. DeMario Douglas, he is out with a concussion. Uh, The main reason I'm touching on him, even with Bailey Zappi in at quarterback, is it likely puts Devonta Parker on the map as a wide receiver 5, wide receiver 4 with some upside, Uh, especially since the matchup is so good against these Chargers DBs. I, I think you know, Devonta Parker is going to be a volume kind of play, uh, potential for, you know, 60, 70 yards and a touchdown, especially since, you know, who else are they going to throw to? Juju has been terrible. Uh, I don't think there could be the Hunter Henry revenge game, but it's likely Devonta Parker is the main target here. Rashid Shahid. He is listed as out with a thigh injury. I do expect Rashid Shahid to likely miss another game or two more after this one. Um, this, this is, you know, the Saints are really banged up. I, we, we haven't even heard yet is, if Chris Olave is going to play. Uh, Chris Olave is listed as questionable with a concussion, concussion, but he is still in protocol. He did get a full participation in on Friday, uh, but he hasn't been cleared yet by the neurologist. So he was trending in the right direction. I've seen a couple of reports that uh, the Saints are expecting him to get cleared, but he hasn't been fully cleared yet. Maybe that happened Sunday night. Uh, or, sorry, Sunday morning before the game. But yeah, I, just keep an eye on this. If Chris Olave plays, I think you have to play him given his role in the offense. All these other wide receivers are banged up. They're missing Shahid. They're missing Michael Thomas. Um, they're going to have AJ Perry in there, but Chris Olave should be the main target against this Detroit defense that has been susceptible to giving up wide receiver points. So if Chris Olave is active, I don't think you need to be concerned about re injury risk here. I think you have to play him given how much targets he's likely going to going to see. If Chris Olave is out and they're down Olave, Shahid, and Michael Thomas, I do think you should play Juwan Johnson. It likely puts Johnson on the map uh, for a decent matchup, especially in SFB, um, given tight end scoring. Taysom Hill is likely on the, ma- on the map here as well. But I would avoid the other wide receivers like A.T. Perry. Uh, and I'm blinking on the other guy, but yeah, they're just... Saints are looking rough. Chris Godwin, he is a game time decision with a neck injury. Even if Godwin is active, I would recommend keeping him on your bench. Low ceiling, low floor. Hasn't had they they've they've they haven't had him in the role that he was accustomed to last year and had a higher ceiling in that role. They've had him more outside, out wide and Mike Evans has been the main target for Baker Mayfield. I I just don't think Godwin carries that that ceiling that you would want from him, especially coming off the neck injury. And the fact that he's leading up to a game time decision, a little more re-injury risk here, especially if he takes a hard hit. So I would keep Godwin on your bench as for starting Trey Palmer. I, I, if Godwin is out, you could, if you need a wide receiver option, Trey Palmer could be, you know, a deep option, especially the only reason I would play Trey Palmer is if you have really deep rosters, really, really, uh, you know, you're starting 13, 14 guys, or something, or it's like a fourteen, sixteen team league. Jerry Judy, he's coming off a hamstring injury, but he is good to go. Um, I'd avoid playing him. His ceiling is about ten points a game, and that's as long. That's if he's firing on all cylinders. He just hasn't looked good. The, you know, that that connection with Russ hasn't been there. I don't think you should play Jerry Judy at all, even if you're if you're hurting. Um, you know that'd be one question. Like if you're if you're looking at Jerry Judy or Trey Palmer, uh, probably a coin flip. But honestly, if Godwin's out, I'd probably rather play Trey Palmer and just hope for a bigger game. You're not going to get it from Jerry Judy. Marvin Mims, he's also good to go, coming off the hamstring injury. But I would avoid him in fantasy too. He's too boomer bust. Uh, he's running most of his routes, go routes, and and um, Russ just hasn't been targeting him, and he, they haven't been connecting on those deep plays. Cortland Sutton has been his main guy. So, um, yeah, if you're if you're playing Marvin Mims, you're kind of banking on the boom-bust play for him hitting a big explosive play. I'd just rather play other options. At tight end, Trey McBride. He is good to go, set to play, coming off the groin strain. I don't think there there's going to be much re-injury risk here. Low, about 5%, 10%. Not enough to consider benching for any other options. He is easily a top-7 t- tight end, and... and even with Hollywood Brown, even if Hollywood Brown is active, Trey McBride is likely Kyler Murray's main target. So I think you have to play Trey, Mc, Trey McBride. He's been lights out. Great t- tight end option down the stretch. Dalton Schultz, he is out with a hamstring injury. I don't think this means you turn to Brevin Jordan. Hopefully you have other tight end options to play. I'd rather play someone like Gerald Everett or Juwan Johnson. Uh, but yeah, if you, if you had Schultz you likely have to find another option for the next two weeks or so. Hayden Hurst, he is out with a concussion injury, and Tommy Tremble is listed as doubtful with a hip injury. Uh, You're probably not playing any Panthers players anyways, but I do think these tight ends being out in a plus matchup where they're missing some of their key linebackers, uh, I, I do think this could be a boost to Chuba Hubbard from a receiving standpoint. Um, Chuba is more of a guy that I like playing in SFB scoring, but, uh, yeah, if you need, if you have that running back, um, if you need a running back with receiving upside, I think Chuba Hubbard will have that this week. And then Dallas Goddard, he is listed as doubtful with a forearm injury. I think he's close. He probably returns next week, but this should be another boost to Devonta Smith. I am sure all of you have seen those splits where with Goddard in Devonta Smith doesn't produce as much with Goddard out. Devonta Smith, uh, produces more. And then I think the Niners probably key in on AJ Brown as the main target. So I do like this matchup for Devonta Smith. All right. That covers all main injuries this week. If you have any, in- any questions, please reach out in the destination Devi players injuries channel. Follow me on X at JM thrive PT for live updates as any injuries occur on Sunday and Monday. Uh, and again, if you enjoy this content, share it with your friends or keep it to yourselves. Don't, don't give up that valuable information for injuries go get those wins hopefully you've secured a good position like a bye week for the first round of playoffs uh, your chance to win is significantly higher if you have that bye week so good luck go get those wins and uh, we'll see you next week Doctors are